0: Hello and welcome to Penalty on the Podcaster, the weekly NFL predicting podcast, except this week is a bye week, no games this week, so I will be doing my season reflection. So, um, for those of you who are new to the show, normally I would predict the week's slate of games ahead and... Well, there no, are no games right now uh, it's between the championship week and Super Bowl week. And so there's a bye week. I will be doing Super Bowl next week when injury information will be more accurate. Um, but I will go over last week's play to games. Uh, before I do that, I would like to thank the biggest sponsor of this podcast and only sponsor. Souls Auto Parts. If you need parts for your vehicle, Souls is the way to go. You could call them, email them, go to their in-person location. That will all be in the description of this episode. Uh, Yeah, you could... Uh, Reference my podcast, Penalty on the Podcaster, for a 10% discount. Um, so, big thank you to Souls Auto Parts. Um, this podcast is on YouTube and Spotify. Uh, yeah, last week I was unable to get the episode onto YouTube. Sorry for that. Um, it were, Someone was my family was using the computer I normally use and the one I my backup was unable to convert uh, mp3 to an mp4 by uh, downloading open shot which is a program for that sorry about that but here we go season reflection this one will be different this one will be just me talking about the season. Uh tangents, a lot of them. So sorry in advance if you wanted this to be straight to the point. But here we go. So I think the first thing I'm gonna talk about is like the bad teams that were surprisingly good. Jaguars made it to the divisional. Of course, because the refs can't see a hold on Joey Bosa, but They didn't make it by some means, and they made it to the playoffs after securing the number one overall pick two years in a row. Amazing turnaround for the Jaguars. The Jets nearly made it. They faltered late in the season, but they came out of the gate doing well. The Giants made it to the divisional. The Seahawks made it to the playoffs, of course, because of horrible officiating in their last game. But they... I'm not even going to recognize that. Um, The Vikings went from narrowly missing the playoffs to number three seed and then getting beaten by the uh, Giants. The Lions nearly made the playoffs, but they just... But because of the officiating in Seattle, they were eliminated because Seattle won. So, it's interesting. Teams that did the Buccaneers and the Packers did well last season and and the Packers missed the playoffs. The Buccaneers um, had a losing record. But because the NFC South sucks, and, like, there are no good teams there. They made it. Tom Brady's retired. Yay. Good riddance. Not the goat. Um, so one thing I'm going to talk about is my favorite team, the Los Angeles Rams, who won the Super Bowl. Yay. And then missed the playoffs and had a losing record at 5 and 12. Boo. So, I'm like, like, I've heard people say, like, like twenty ninety twenty twenty forty 2020 49ers didn't make it because they were injured. The the 2022 Rams are frauds. It's like the Rams are super got super injured. Um people are talking about the 49ers playing four quarterbacks. Well, the Rams started four quarterbacks in the regular season. Which really, really sucks. Um Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup also got injured. Uh, Cup was injured fairly early in the season. The offensive line was injured. Yeah, it was tough. The Rams are now projected to be $14 million over the salary cap, which in football dollars is not that much. It's like, you could trade one contract away and you're good. But. I've heard trade rumors for Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. I don't think that's going to happen because, because those people staying is essential to Sean McVay staying. And also of the players on the Rams who are, um, like stuff and cup, aren't being considered for trading Uh Donald and Ramsey are of the defensive players we're getting paid over 20 million dollars a year. Leonard Floyd is third wheel. Leonard Floyd is not a core player of the Rams. Leonard Floyd didn't make the Pro Bowl. Leonard Floyd I think would be would free up 6 upwards of 6 million dollars in cap space if traded. He is not as essential as Aaron Donald or Jalen Ramsey. Aaron Donald anchors the defensive line. Jalen Ramsey anchors the secondary. Who's gonna anchor the secondary if Ramsey gets traded away? Taylor Rapp? Um, if Donald gets traded away, who will anchor the defensive line? Greg Gaines isn't half bad, but just Aaron Donald is a beast. Keep Aaron Donald. And so. Um, Yeah, I'm not too mad about it because this was the Rams' philosophy. They weren't aiming for a true dynasty. They were aiming just to get a Lombardi. Lombardi in 2021 or bust. Because think about it. They traded for Von Miller knowing he would not be returning, most likely. They signed OBJ, knowing most likely knowing that he would not come back. He was very doubtful to come back. They signed Eric Weddle out of retirement for like one last hurrah to try to win him a Super Bowl. So they made all these trades and acquisitions and signings to acquire all sorts of players. They knew they were very, uh, they had a very bad chance of getting back just to win a Super Bowl in that one season. And I think, That's a pretty good philosophy. Go Rams, as always. And I'm pretty glad they did that because, yay, Rams, they won. And now about the Broncos. They did sign Sean Payton, but I think they're in a lot of trouble with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is utter garbage. And... They're in such a bad situation with him. Where they can't draft that many players because they traded away five picks to the Seahawks. One of them became Charles Cross. And uh God. The they won't be able to get all the free agents they want because Russell Wilson has a huge contract. For like four more years, the whole the grand total of the contract was like over 250 million. He's getting paid the second highest contract in NFL history. Higher than way higher than Patrick Mahomes, and he played like garbage. Um, because like they won't be able to cut him because he's guaranteed 160 million dollars. They can't trade him because no one wants him. He's been trying to be the hero and passing instead of running, where he definitely should have run. handed it off. He has the weapons and the defense. He cannot make anything out of it. The defense only allowed like 42 touchdowns. He could only score 35. The He missed wide open targets in the end zone, like the K.J. Hamler thing on... One of the worst games in NFL history that ended in overtime because he targeted the guy with Stefan Gilmore all over him instead of the wide open guy because Russell Wilson doesn't know what he's doing on a football field. He does not know what exactly a handoff is and is just a terrible football player and not that great of a teammate. You saw Richard Sherman blowing his top and, like, definitely after the game on the post-game show and definitely remembering, I think that brought back a lot of flashbacks from Super Bowl Forty Nine. It got intercepted on the goal line by Malcolm Butler. And then someone had to jump off sides for the Patriots to win, but that is besides the point. Russell Wilson, I feel like his whole career has... Tried to be the hero, and instead of handing it off, he's tried to do it himself with a pass and failed. And, you know, you can blame Hackett all you want, but you can't blame Hackett for Russell Wilson um, missing wide-open receivers. Broncos country, let's ride. Ride into the start of an era where you're led By a terrible quarterback who no one will accept a trade for him. You can't cut him because he's owed a ridiculous amount of money. If you don't cut him, he's also owed a ridiculous amount of money. And he just actively loses you games. Even if they have Sean Payton. Sean Payton would be smart to call running plays only because... Russell Wilson is utter garbage. So, yeah, that's what I think of Russell Wilson. He he's put the Broncos in a horrible predicament right now. And he's just playing poorly. And he's owed more money than Patrick Mahomes. He's got four more years on his contract he so the broncos are locked to him with chains they're bound to Russell Wilson in chains and and they can't do anything about it cuz no one will accept a trade for him now that they've seen how he plays and they can't cut him cuz now they owe him a ton of money because of guaranteed money he's gonna be a huge liability when it comes to not only on field play but the salary cap and they can't even complain about bad defense or anything um yeah like a defense with Pat sertan they've the defense has created the opportunities Russell Wilson has. Then just immediately giving the ball right back. And he's got the weapons. He's got Jerry Judy. He's got KJ Hamler. You know, also, the players the Broncos traded, Drew Locke, can be thrown away. We don't need him. But with, like, like Shelby Harris, two and a half sacks on the season, four passes defended, which is a huge number for a defensive end. With um with Noah Fant four touchdowns on the season, definitely helped the Seahawks to the playoffs, even though they didn't deserve it. But the Broncos are in trouble with Russell Wilson. Remember when everyone said the Broncos will be not everyone because I didn't say it, but a lot of people said the Broncos will be Super Bowl contenders because Russell Wilson is going to be good. And well, that's aged well. Uh, yeah, the Broncos are in a lot of trouble with the Russell Wilson situation. And... Yeah, it's just they're in so much trouble that, like, I thought this trade would be bad because I thought Russell Wilson's in his decline. He's not going to play very well. I did not predict he would play that badly and be one of the worst trades ever. With the Broncos, they just got to hope he gets better because they can't cut or trade him. So, that's the Broncos. Now, I've talked about Sean Payton being hired by the Broncos. Other coaches hired. Kellen Moore was hired to the Chargers to replace Joe Lombardi, who got fired because he had no idea what a forward pass was. I've talked about him in depth on one of on a previous episode. Not in a lot of depth, but a little bit. But it's basically, like, you got to pass. What, when the Jaguars transitioned to stopping the run, Better he should have transitioned to the passing game, but he still kept running it, and that ended up losing them the game. If they passed more because Justin Herbert's good, they would have done better. So, Kellen Moore hired by Chargers after being fired by Cowboys. Um, yeah. Oh, D'Amico Ryan's hired to a six-year deal with the Texans. They're done with the coaching carousel. Lovey Smith is out for being stupid. And D'Amico Ryan's in. And I think that's pretty good for them, and the Texans have the number two overall pick. They should have the number one overall pick, but Lovey Smith couldn't even complete a tank to lose a game that he was already losing by a lot. That's why he got fired, because he fought so hard to come back from a huge deficit and give away the number one overall pick and move down to number two. They will still get Probably CJ Stroud, but still could have been Bryce Young the defense is a strength of the Texans more than their Davis Mills led offense but with D'Amico Ryans I think it would be better with the 49ers well that's an issue what's Shanahan gonna do uh Shanahan tangent coming. Shanahan has no clue what he is doing on a football field. With the Devonta Smith, um, drop that was ruled a catch on fourth down, like that wasn't super egregious. Refs make mistakes like that in the heat of the moment, and when the refs make the mistakes, it's up to the coaches to challenge that. Um, but. Uh, Shanahan being a terrible coach it did not throw the challenge flag and the eagles scored off of that with the with the, with Nick Sirianni he challenged the Hassan Reddick strip sack that was ruled incomplete got the ball nothing came of it cuz the 49ers got a huge stop but It's proving that, like, he knows what he's doing way more than Shanahan. Shanahan should have challenged. You're supposed to challenge that. And Shanahan just doesn't challenge for whatever possible reason. He's just not good. Now, I want to talk about, like, who I think will win the. NFL honors awards except for Walter Payton man of the year I don't really know a lot about the candidates for that but but MVP offensive defensive player of the year offensive rookie of the year defensive rookie of the year and coach of the year assistant coach of the year so for MVP okay let's face it MVP is just a fancy name for quarterback of the year. This, by the way, these aren't predictions for what, uh, for who I think will win. That is mainly up to the Associated Press. I think it's the Associated Press, but whatever. This is who I think deserves it. MVP, Jalen Hurts, one hundred percent. Only lost one game as a starter. Eagles 0 2 without him. He's just been phenomenal running the ball, passing the ball. AJ Brown helps a lot, but I think this, I think for valuable, like how valuable he is, and like it's definitely Jalen Hurts right there. Patrick Mahomes comes in a close second, but I think he'll win Offensive Player of the Year. Normally, this is not a quarterback award Offensive Player of the Year. And I know people are like, Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson. I think it's Patrick Mahomes. I mean, have you seen his play? He lost Tyreek Hill, but got better. Um, He's just so electric and magical. He can run. He looks like a running back sometimes when he runs the ball. Well, not since Arden Key sprained his ankle, or made him, cause him to sprain his ankle, but he's been electric, running out of pressure, running for touchdowns, passing touchdowns, moving his arm in, like, impossible ways, shovel passes that are ridiculously accurate. I'm going Patrick Mahomes for this because he's just been phenomenal and electric. Defensive player of the year? I'm thinking, like, it comes down to Nick Bosa and Micah Parsons. I'm gonna go with, might be controversial, Micah Parsons. Nick Bosa is good. He leads the league in sacks. Micah Parsons can play a plethora of positions. He's just so much more dynamic than Nick Bosa. So, yeah, Defensive Player of the Year, I think it is going to be, uh, or not, I, I don't think it's going to be, but I think uh, Micah Parsons deserves it. You could also make a strong case for Hassan Redick, but I'm going with Micah Parsons. Defensive Rookie of the Year, no doubt about it, Tariq Woolen. He's got six picks and a pick six. Um, he's just so good as a rookie. As a rookie, he leads the league in interceptions. I will say though, the Rams' Kobe Durant played like a third or a quarter of the time. Like he had a third or a quarter of the playing time that Tariq Woolen had, and he has. One touchdown and half as many picks. So I think if uh Kobe Durant had been the full time starter and had stayed healthy, I think it would be I think he would lead the league in interceptions, but that's just my opinion there. Um But offensive rookie of the year, Garrett Wilson. Just Garrett Wilson. Don't say anything more, Garrett Wilson. Over a 1,000 yards in his rookie season is absurd. And he played with Zach, no accountability, Wilson. So, I think Zach Wilson's got to improve. But, yeah, Garrett Wilson did so well with the quarterbacks. He had to deal with Zach Wilson, who can't. Like realize he's bad, um, uh Mike White, who was honestly pretty good but got injured, and Mr washed up Joe Flacco, and yeah, garbage, yeah, yeah, so Joe Flacco's garbage, and yeah. And, oh, yeah, Coach of the Year, Nick Sirianni, no doubt. He knows when to throw a challenge flag. He knows how to motivate his team. He has... There's a reason they're in the Super Bowl. They got the number one seed. They're the best team. Uh, They have the best record from a 17-game season. They, They... And that's because a lot, it's a lot because of Nick Sirianni. I can't believe Kyle Shanahan was listed as a candidate. I think he's, he has no place being head coach, but I definitely think this award will go to Nick Sirianni. Like I'm predicting this will go to Nick Sirianni. He 100% deserves it. Assistant coach of the year. D'Amico Ryans, who is now about to be a head coach, but it will almost certainly be D'Amico Ryans with the way the 49ers have played this season on defense. He's called the right plays. He's shut down the, the opposing offenses You a... Having Fred Warner, Jimmy Ward, and um Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead certainly helps, but he's still like doing really well and definitely deserves it. So yeah, the Pro Bowl's coming up. Jalen Ramsey's in it, yay. And So, it was really, truly an interesting season. However, this is one of the worst officiated seasons in recent memory. It was just, it's, like, really poorly officiated. I, I can't believe it. And then championship, like, the Seahawks got into the playoffs by bad officiating. Championship... Uh, weekend was horrible. I predicted the Bengals to win. They didn't because the refs called the Bengals on pass interference. That never was. And intentional grounding. That never was. Samaj Pirine was coming to the ball. And Joe Burrow was hit as he threw on the intentional grounding call. And... Then, of course, the missed holding on one of the Chiefs' offensive linemen that uh, that would have offset Joseph Osai's game losing unnecessary roughness. It would have offset it, and the play would have been redone. However, yeah, yeah. and then the Bengals lost. And I predicted them to win. And I really wanted them to win. And... And also the Chiefs' second, third down. Which was horrible. And then, of course, the NFC Championship. The Devonta Smith catch. Which, come on. The Zebras are human. Um, they cannot... Call everything. That's a pretty normal and acceptable um bad call. Um however it's just been terrible that like 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 you gotta challenge that if you're Kyle Shanahan but Shanahan didn't challenge and helped him lose the game and then there's the bad roughing the kicker call and all that but yeah I think like that with the 49ers like yeah they had to play four quarterbacks but like, I feel like that gets mentioned more for the 49ers than for the Rams like okay the 49ers had to play four quarterbacks the Rams had to start four quarterbacks in the regular season. And Rob Purdy, I think, is a bit overrated. He's good. Josh Johnson showed that a bad quarterback cannot survive in the system of Kyle Shanahan. Or at least do well. However... Rob Purdy, I think... He's just decent. I think he's, like, pretty mid, like... Just above Jimmy Garoppolo, but, like, not that far ahead of him. He's just the guy who's reliable. Can be counted on not to, like, actively lose you games and blow games for you like Russell Wilson and Tom Brady do. Um, but... But then the team is carrying him. He's not carrying the team. He's got the receivers... He's got Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. It's he's got George Kittle and then he's got that defense. It is really hard to fail. Like if you are able to catch all your snaps, it's really hard to fail. But if you for example drop a snap, th- then there are issues. That was so fun to watch. Um So, Brock Purdy is really hurt in his throwing elbow. He tore his UCL in his elbow, which is very bad. So, I hope he gets better but is unable to win against the Rams. But, it's truly been a really interesting season. Yeah, and the Packers suck. Oh, yeah, and the Rams hired Mike LaFleur as their new OC because um the Jets fired him. But, yeah. Also, Zach Wilson is terrible, and the Jets need a new quarterback. One with some accountability for his bad play. Preferably. And. so It's also interesting how the Dolphins. Were really good. This season until. Tua got hurt. Twice. Three times. Yeah he got hurt twice. And then they started doing bad. And then he came back. And then they started doing good. And then he got hurt again. And then they started doing bad. But. They did all right. With the cheetah and the penguin, Raheem Moster, that defense with Bradley Chubb, I think they'll be able to do pretty well. Also, Lamar Jackson, I think the Raven, the Ravens, I think, are doing their own contract holdout because they want to pay him less. Though still giving Rob Kron Smith twenty million dollars and then and not paying that to you know your quarterback who is hopefully your franchise quarterback and a one in a lot talent um i think is a kind of stupid decision they i think Lamar comes first and then Roquan Smith but i honestly think they will eventually cave into Um, Lamar Jackson's demands because you just don't let that guy walk and I think they're trying to get Lamar Jackson to be worried about his job security and then agree to a lower rate I'm not an expert on these things but if I had to guess that's the only logical explanation other than their their general manager should be fired instantly because, pay the man. He's just so good that, like, the franchise depends on him. Even the... And no one should ever use... But Tyler Huntley was a pro bowler as an excuse not to sign him to a better deal. Tyler Huntley, pro bowler. Okay, yes, because... Joe Burrow left opted out Patrick Mahomes is in the Super Bowl um Josh Allen got injured I think uh Tua is still injured and basically that's a name Carr Huntley and um or Trevor Lawrence Derek Carr Tyler Huntley and Trevor Lawrence as ba- as like backups because yeah so that's really it for this episode um check out souls auto parts I really hope you enjoyed this episode um also yeah this is on YouTube and Spotify this episode will be on YouTube, unlike the last one. Um, if you're on YouTube, please give a like and subscribe. That would be nice, and I, and that would make me feel better. Um, so you'll hear more of me next episode.